Hello my little pandas and welcome to Pandas Tea Time, where I spill the tea about my life and the things in my life. <laughs> I am your host, Amanda, also known as Man of Panda. Today's episode, we'll talk about a few different things. Um, we're going to get into the adoption of my sister and I, um, me and my stepdad's family, um, and just like life after all of that, because there were so many changes like after the, like in those three years those next three years I, I really it was just like more like everything else was just like spiraling but we're just we're just, in this little short time frame I feel like so many things happened so let's get into it so my mom married my stepdad met having some new family members and I remember like feeling anxious and nervous and like meeting them the second time we met the family it was at a wedding it was my stepdad's little sister's wedding so it was an important one and we drove all the way to connecticut made it to the end of the dinner rehearsal or whatever it was called i think i'm pretty sure it was a dinner rehearsal um and i remember my mom pulling my sister and i to the bathroom and telling us like you like we may hear bad things about her and to not listen to them and like it was like it was really weird that she did that but um for me it was like pointing out the obvious like why would I listen to someone speaking badly about my mother when I knew like who she was and her intentions um and like I don't know I felt like why would they speak badly around the children, you know? I mean, I would hope that they wouldn't have done that, but um, my mom's intentions of telling us privately were for our safety, and, you know, she just wanted to make sure that, like, some bad stuff might be said. If I, like, if I felt like someone, like, would speak badly about me around my children, um, I would also give my kids a heads up so like they're not surprised or you know they'll be confused like if they had come up to me like mommy you know i heard so and so say this about you like i would want to give them a heads up hey this person doesn't really like me they might talk bad about me you know just ignore them like i get why my mom did that Nothing was ever said that night at the wedding, to my knowledge, <laughs> and I had one of the best times there. I bonded with one of my cousins, and we danced together and kept going to uh, to soda to get soda at the bar. <laughs> it was like <laughs> like the comparison. It was like we we were feeling drunk, but we were soda. You know, we just kept going and getting soda, getting hyper off soda. It was it was funny. Um, it was very memorable, and I felt like I had met a new best friend since, um, on my mom's side, I didn't have cousins, like, close in age with me that were girls. So, I was excited to finally have that. So, let's fast forward. Um, so my parents started bringing up having a stepdad, having my stepdad <laughs> adopt us. Oh my gosh. Like I said, I pre-typed this and now I'm just, it's crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm going over my words, but we're gonna, we're gonna roll with it, guys. <laughs> but, um, I remember, like, they, they brought it up that for my stepdad to adopt us to have his last name. Um, 
from what I have heard, what started the adoption was my dad was not able to pay child support for my sister and I, and he was getting close to being to getting arrested or something like that. And like he had his license suspended. I don't know if that's true, but there's like other there's other sides, but it's I don't know what the truth is. So we're just going to it got brought up <laughs> when the subject came up about the adoption. I was very excited because it would just mean officially we were all a family, but also it meant that I would go back I would go from the back of the line in school to the front of the line in school. Since, you know, in schools, like, they lined you up in alphabetical order based off, like, your last name. So, like, that was my mentality. Is that I was like, sweet, I get to go from a V to a D. Like, I get to go from the back of the line to the front. Let's go. My friends were, like, always, my friends were always in the front of the line, so I wanted to join them. Like, I hated being in the back of the line. But um, I don't remember being told when I got adopted that I wouldn't see my dad or have like any communication with him because I would have never agreed to it. My sister knew exactly the situation, like what the situation was and even fought my mom about it. I was never really included in um, the serious conversations because I was so young I and I was in my own world. <laughs> like, I really was in my own world. Um, I remember my sister arguing a lot with my mom about the adoption, but I didn't understand the seriousness of what was happening. I would say that mentally, I was not mature enough to say I wanted it. I'm not saying... I'm going to make this very clear. I am not saying that I did not want to be adopted or anything like that. What I am saying is that at that age, I was not ready or able to make that decision for myself. Especially considering that the only thing I really was like happy about was going to the front of the line at school. <laughs> But around that Christmas, around the holidays, my dad and my sister had had come to visit. <clears throat> my sisters had come to visit and spend time with us. And I found out during that time, uh, I find I found out later that around that time um, is when my dad brought the adoption papers, like the signed adoption papers. Um, but that time was like so meaningful to us. And I love that time with them. Um, like we were in a hotel and I remember we were just seeing like some some sites in in Tennessee like we didn't do a lot but just spending time together was perfect so the timeline of these events I'm not too sure about <laughs> because it all happened like during in that year my fifth grade year all of this happened during my fifth grade year so the timeline is like around the same around the same months but of the order it went through i just i don't know <laughs> so just bear with me i remember not liking my middle name and wanting to change it so the middle name i was born with was Gesia. Uh, and everyone made fun of it and they would say it like keisha <laughs> and I never knew the actual meaning of the name. I didn't find out so many years later, but I remember like asking to change it 
um because like i just i didn't like it <laughs> like um but i wanted i think what i think i said like i wanted to change it to christina or my stepdad like brought up christina and i was like oh yeah i like it um the court date came around and we were all dressed up and we waited for our turn then our case was up and we stood there while the judge spoke my sister and i had a chance to speak and i remember just saying i really really want him to be my dad which was not a lie <laughs> But I felt like I, like, it was something, like, I had to say. Because, like, it was, it was court. <laughs> there was a judge. And I just, I, I felt like something bad would happen if I didn't say that. Um, so it was just, it was just, like, an unsettling feeling, you know, being in there. Like, I was happy, but, like, also I was scared. Um, now, after that is when... The changes happen. More changes happen. After we got out of the court, uh, out of the courthouse, we went to this office area to get paperwork turned in, or like they were trying to like verify like information. I guess that was in the paperwork. And I remember like the office lady, like at the computer, she was making sure the names are correct and everything. And I asked about. I remember asking like about my middle name, like um like if it was if it was changed too if we could change it and the lady was like um the court case was only for the last name and i think i just said like not to worry worry about it or whatever like i don't know like what i had said first of all i was a 10 11 year old so i was just like okay um but after like i find out I think later on, I don't have a middle name. I don't have a middle name, which I find crazy because like whenever you're looking, whenever you fill out um, court documents like to file paperwork, um, like you have to put every little thing. So <laughs> I'm sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, <laughs> but like I, and maybe you can give me some explanation, mom, <laughs> if you're listening to this, but, like, I, either she forgot to put my middle name or, or whatever <laughs> in the paperwork doing all of that. Um, and I felt like that, that shouldn't have been my choice to take it off, considering that my dad gave me that middle name <clears throat> and my sister kept her middle name. It just didn't make sense, but... I'm not, it's not an argument or anything like that, but I wish I would have had, like, kept my middle name. So, <laughs> I'm moving on. It's just, it just, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, but home life after that was different, too. It was a weird feeling. I remember when we were, we would try to talk to our dad, like, we would get in trouble. <laughs> like, I felt like mentioning his name was forbidden and um because like now like my stepdad was legally our dad and our dad was not our dad anymore if that makes sense um I felt like I had to speak negatively about my dad in order to like in order for things to be okay 
Um, so I started I started calling him a sperm donor, and everyone would laugh and <laughs> like they would laugh about it instead of like correcting me, like saying like that's disrespectful to talk about your dad like that, you know. Like I like for my kids if they try to speak negatively about their dad, like or if they say you know they don't say anything bad about their dad, but like if they're just like, oh I don't like him, you know I'm like. Like, you know, I would be like, yeah, yes, you do. You know, like, you know, you love your dad, you know, like, even though I have opposite feelings towards him, you know, I would never allow my kids to speak negatively about their dad. Um, but yes, <laughs> let's move on. I spent a lot of time crying, though, silently in my bed, hugging my stuffed animal that I got from one of the Christmases with him. I actually still have that, and now my son has it. Um, it's a dog, a stuffed dog, and you can just tell, like, it's old, pretty much. But it's something I, I've kept, and I refuse to give away, because that was my only piece of my dad, of my family, so of my dad's family so it was just something that i never wanted to get rid of and the ear would break off and like i think i had my mom sewed it or my grandma sewed it sewed it <laughs> not sold sewed it um back on but after that we moved <laughs> once again and this time we moved into nashville like more into Nashville because before we were in Hendersonville and then we moved more into Nashville and my mom and stepdad decided to join the Salvation Army and to work to become pastors in that organization. They gave us they gave us a house to live in, a car uh, to get us places. My sister and I started started a new school. Like I was going into middle school and um, so I was in sixth grade and my sister was going into eighth grade. And that year, that school year, like, it was, it was pretty okay. Like, it, it was okay. Um, I had my first quote-unquote boyfriend named Mikey. His name wasn't really Mikey. He just told me to call him Mikey. His name was Gilberto. So, but he, he had people call him Mikey. And, um, like, I would invite him to church and, and his sister to come to church with us and they would come and, you know, we would write notes to each other. It was cute, <laughs> honestly. It was really cute. Um, but, like, he mysteriously, like, moved away in the middle, middle of the year and didn't know, like, didn't say anything to me. I had no idea that he moved. I just, all of a sudden, he was gone. I don't know what happened to him. Um, but I remember this girl wanting to, <laughs> that year, I remember this girl wanting to fight me because I told her, uh, since she was cheating, <laughs> I told on her because she was cheating on a test and she was trying to copy my test and I worked hard at studying on that test. So you are not going to copy me. Um, and she wasn't like really my friend. Um, like she hung out with like my group of friends, but like, I never really spoke to her at all. Like, yeah. So, I, of course, like, for some of my friends, I did let them cheat off of me. Like, we cheated off each other for certain things. But, like, her, like, I didn't know her. Like, we weren't friends like that. Why won't I let you copy me? Um, 
but she actually like i was putting my stuff in my locker and she had come up to me and she was like she asked me if i wanted to fight her but she would she didn't ask me she had she had someone like translate it because she only spoke spanish so she was she had someone um like translate and it was my friend she was like oh um she wants to know if you want to fight her <laughs> and like my response was just like no <laughs> And then, like, it took too long for, like, uh, for, like, the translate, like, to translate it, like, so the girl telling her no and the girl translating back, like, like, I guess she wanted to say everything. I guess, like, that just, like, took too long. And I already walked away after that. And she didn't do anything. Like, not even, like, later on. Like, she didn't do anything. So, <laughs> I, like... I don't know. It was just like I was ready. I, I left, went to Ness class, or I think it was the end of the day. I don't know. But it was funny. It was funny. People wanted to fight me for like dumb things. But I went to my first school dance that year, which was like during school hours. Um, like it was, I think, I don't know. It was like my first, like, it was really like my first dance dance. And, you know, I didn't dance with any, any boys or anything like that because I just didn't know how dances worked and it was pretty like um at least in the area where i was it was pretty pg it wasn't anything like no one was grinding on each other um but i was with like the weird kids um and yeah um i spent most of the time uh that year watching my sister play volleyball and going to her games because my parents were busy with work with the Sarashnurmi and they kind of picked me up and then later picked my sister up from practice. It was just like, it was just too much. Um, my parents were like heavily involved in trying to get Sarashnurmi church going because I think the, that church was struggling um, to get everything like, uh, like, to get members coming in and staying. Um, I remember like they held, they like to get it, like more people in, they threw a block party. And like, I, well, that party was like, it was the shit. <laughs> it was, it was good. <laughs> um, we had like, there was people grilling out. There was some, some vendors, there was people out in the street. Um, there was bounce houses. There were there were so many activities like happening, and um, me and my sister, we we perform we performed. Uh, I remember we did like two dances, and everyone was like pumped for our dances. And I think my sister, like, say she sang with my my stepdad, um, uh, like randomly, and then we would have different performers. And it was, it was so fun. Like, that was so fun. So, like, I think at that time I thought, I'm like, man, if we're going to be in Sarashnarmi and doing parties like this, like, a lot, like, I'm excited. Like, I'm excited for it. I'm here for it. But during Christmas, we were always um, up all night counting money in the kettle buckets. I don't know if ever, anyone knows about the kettle buckets. I don't know how they do it now because I don't ever see them. Um, but Sarish and Army, they would have bell ringers in front of grocery stores and ringing bells with a little kettle and people put like 
change and coins and all of that. So, um, my sister and I would help count the money that were in those. And during that time, we met these two brothers who were also helping out their parents, and we grew close to them. Um, and it was just fun being around them. Like, it was just, like, jokes and laughter, and it was just a good time being around them. It was nice being involved in things, but I didn't really get many opportunities to just be a kid. <laughs> we were always involved in the church, or we had to make sure we were on our best behavior and to be nice to everyone. It was... <laughs> It was annoying to be, to like always be like have role model that good behavior and that everyone was looking at us. Um, we were put in situations that we didn't want to do. Um, like, like one time, no, actually not just one time, but a few times on um, my stepdad, he would go and do a pickup of people who need a ride to church and um, like, I never wanted to go because I don't want to be around. I, I, maybe it's like, maybe that's where my social anxiety started from. I just didn't like to be around people and talking and everyone, <laughs> these people didn't come from like the greatest places. So like the different smells of people <laughs> and who didn't really bathe themselves. It was, I, at that age, I didn't want to be around that and not it's not that I didn't understand the need that like what they needed it's just I should have been like I don't know I guess in a more comfortable situation and I just I didn't like doing that or having to do that um so moving on <laughs> now the next two years were very interesting after that my parents were accepted to the college in Atlanta that would help them become pastors with the Salvation Army. The, camp the campus was like really nice and it was different environment. We were introduced to different families that were also there to become pastors. Now, I know many people are going to be like, the Salvation Army, that's just a thrift store or, you know, that's like, that's just this, like, that's just um a rehab center or not rehab center is there rehabs yes and they have a rehab centers they have um homeless shelters it's like it's more than that they have a church it's a church as well and it's whenever you become if you want to be a pastor in the salvation army you have to go through to this college like, i think you have to be in salvation army for a certain amount of time and then go to the pro do the process of getting into the school and at that time it was called the college for officer training the cfot and it was it was it was very interesting like how whenever my parents told me about it like it was i thought it was just gonna be like you know how just a regular college campus like we were just gonna be like i don't know it, like the homes the housing um was gonna be like really really small like you know what you see in um like in movies and things like that so it was not like that but meeting all the other kids was interesting since we were all pretty much 
like we like we're new to each other so let me explain that one more time so at the college for officer training um so all the different families and things like that so everyone else like there's people who had kids families people who didn't have kids and all of that all different kinds of dynamics so all the kids pretty much went to school together but so whenever we all met we we're everyone was just like it was like going to a new school um except we all were living really close to each other and you know we all kind of made friends really easily like all the new ones we all got close and the, there's kids who were there the year before and they already knew each other but we were able to get along with them pretty well and get to know them pretty well I remember before that school year had started, um, the middle and high school kids went to this private school to take a test. Um, I think it was like an entrance test to the school because half of us didn't get into the school. And I wouldn't say half, but like some of some of them didn't get into the school and they went to like a lower end school. And I think one of them, like the oldest one of the oldest kids that was um, on that campus didn't get into either of those. Either didn't get into this or he just got kicked out. I forgot what the reason was. But he went to a public school in Atlanta, like deep in Atlanta. So I know it wasn't good. Like I felt bad for him, but it is what it is. Sometimes it, it happens. And so we all started go going to this um, Christian private school and it had uniforms and all the girls had their skirts altered <laughs> super short um, but of course my parents the skirts like they didn't they didn't like skirts um for short so we had them whenever you first started they were below the knee um, and I think I have a picture of me in the uniform. Um, and you can just tell my face. I'm just like, it's a fake smile. Because <laughs> all the other girls are like short skirts. Not like, I didn't want like a super short skirt. But I wanted it, I, you know, I wanted it above my knee. <laughs> you know, like, so I didn't look like a Amish <laughs> girl or something. I don't know. <clears throat> but... Um, at, at this school, like, I made some really good friends. Um, we were a very interesting bunch, but at every school, everyone has their own little group, their own little cliques. And, like, during lunch, we had, like, four tables. I think all the middle school, like, went to lunch at the same time. But, like, my grade, like, we had, like, four tables. One was for, like, the popular girls, and another one for the not-so-popular girls, and then one for the popular boys, and one for the not-so-popular boys, and it was just like that, and I felt like it was, like, a competition. I remember even, like, I, someone had asked me to sit with them at lunch, and it was one of the, like, popular girls, I guess, and... Like, I felt weird because I didn't have anything to talk about with them. And it was, I don't know, I was weird. <laughs> but um, we had regular classes there. But also, since it was a Christian school, we had a Bible class as well. And which was really like, it was good because the teachers, 
um, they would like speak in ways where we actually could understand what the Bible meant. And once a week, like we would have chapel where all the middle school kids would get together, sing songs and learn about God. And like each like the high school also did that. But we would have different days or different times where it would happen. And it was a it was a good time and showing like we're all like one school, one one family type of feel. But we're going to come back <laughs> now let's go back to how it was living on a college campus <clears throat> it was close quarters like i've said um each housing building was uh was different so there was a building for single men a building for single women um a building for married couples with no children or like with one child um there was another building with for families that had like two kids plus <clears throat> and then the professors or the like the teachers they would each have they each had like their own house on the opposite side of <clears throat> the student the student housing so it was it wasn't a huge campus but it it wasn't small either and like they had their own cafeteria and they had um a gym they had uh, we had a teen center for all the kids. Uh, we like all the kids pretty much like hung out at that teen center, and um, we would watch TV, play games. We were, we did our homework there. We all did our homework together. Um, on this campus, like they had a daycare. I think that was up to up to fifth grade, or, or yeah, up to fifth grade that they had to go there after school. Um, and pretty much, like, all of us, when after school, we were able to roam free, like, on this campus. Like, we could walk wherever. And they had a library on this campus, so we were able to even use the library computers and and everything. Um, we had... We had a lot of freedom in this, in this campus. And maybe that was, that was, like, a good thing and a bad thing, because... Then around around this time, and this is probably where I will end this, <laughs> but you would say around middle school is where hormones start to change and people start to like discover um, being physical with each other and all of that. And you know what? I'm going to leave y'all hanging there a little bit. And that is the end of Panda's Tea Time. Thank you for listening. Next, the next episode, we'll get into how the rest of the school year went. Both those years. We'll talk about that. So it's going to get into like how it was being in a private school and then how our daily routines were at this college. And then... We'll continue after that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Panda's Tea Time. Just giving a follow is support enough for my podcast. I really appreciate it and I'm grateful that I can share my story. If you would like to be a guest on my podcast, just send me a message on my social media and we can arrange everything. 
Also, if you have any questions about any of my episodes, it will be a Google form will be posted on my link tree and my bio on Instagram. Thank you so much.